BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173 or visit buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tomorrow's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. It's Timmy Come on, guys. Timmy. Filling in for John Timmy. and Ken. Yeah. He's a little lamb. And he's filling in for John and Ken. He's always having such a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Timmy. Yes. Ding dong. Little lamb with a lot to Conway Show. <laughs> Filling in for John and Ken. They'll be back Monday at 2 p.m., so don't write management nasty letters because they don't really care. Um, but, man, legal in, at iHeart gets on you quick. Man, you know, if I, like, screw up at night on this station with some legal stuff, sometimes it goes, like, a month, and people are like, well, when did that happen? <laughs> like, uh, it happened in February. Oh, we sh- you should have done that. Like, oh, okay, but that happened, like, six months ago. Yeah, I know, but uh, don't do that anymore. But, man, when you screw up during the John and Ken show, there's a lawyer down here immediately. So I got to read this. Purchasing stock is not easily understood by non-experts. The investments and services offered by me, Tim Conway Jr., may not be suitable for all investors. If you have any doubts as to the merits of an investment, you should seek advice from an independent financial advisor. And that was because I said that that I thought iHeart stock was a pretty good um, investment. And they said, you can't say that on the air. And I said, I know. Well, now I know. And I said, why can't I say that on the air? <laughs> I said, I don't own any stock. Why can't I say it? You know, it's a, a company. Well, I don't know. I don't want to have to read that thing again now, right? All right. What? 
Again? Okay. Purchasing stock is not necessary is not easily understood by non-experts. The investments and services offered by me, Tim Conway Jr. may not be suitable for all investors. If you have any doubts and merits in investment, you should seek independent more. All right. Uh, very good. Uh, let's get into this uh, Anne Hashaway. No, 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 no. Anne Hache. Who's who's laughing? I'm gonna I'm gonna knock well, that out. Well, the news editor is uh, the anchor is. All right. Uh, the the anchor was the who's Anne who, who's Anne Hashaway then? Anne Hathaway. Oh, Hathaway is okay. an actress. Uh -huh. But we're talking about Anne. Anne Hache was involved in a wild car crash. Man, it seems like every time we come on the air. She was in that movie Les Miserables. She was in that. Was she in that? Don't cry for me, Argentina. Wasn't that the theme song yes, for that? Yes, that was the. Song. Yeah, don't cry for me, Argentina. Was that Anne Hathaway that, Hashaway, Hathaway that said that? That sang that? Whatever. All right, anyway, Anne Hayes was involved in a wild crash in L.A. on Friday. She was taken away in an ambulance and a stretcher, so it is pretty serious. The crash went down just uh, after noon, so about three hours ago, almost exactly three hours ago, in Mar Vista area of Los Angeles. Witnesses tell TMZ she was driving her blue Mini Cooper. And crashed into the garage of an apartment complex. Oh, boy. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Residents of the apartment complex tried getting Anne out of the vehicle, but she put her car in reverse and sped off. Hit and run. Hit and run. Right? Hit and run. But she didn't hit anybody. She hit an apartment building. Very rarely do you hit an apartment building and then just, you know, and just take off. Ding dong! Yeah. There she goes. Residency apartment complex, again, trying to get her to get out of the car. She put it in reverse and sped off. Ding dong! A uh, short time later, she crashed into another apartment. Wow, wow, wow. What's she have against these apartments, man? Igniting a fire. The fire was significant and engulfed the entire house. Oh, boy. What's she doing here? All right. Anyway, so uh, there's a, a photo of Anne Hathaway. She crashed into an apartment Anne building. Hache. Whatever. Uh, Anne Hache crashed into an apartment building, then ran, crashed into a house, and Anne apparently suffered severe burns in the fire. And you can see her clothes are charred as she was taken away on a stretcher. She's covered in a white cloth, and she uh, suddenly sits up in the stretcher and starts flailing wildly as they put her in an ambulance. What? Yeah. Ugh. What was the what was her big um career move? What was the big movie she was in? And uh, and Carla editor just texted me that she was in a Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones. Really? That's the volcano that went off uh like on La Brea? I think so, yeah. Yeah, my buddy wrote that movie, Billy Ray. Really? Yeah. I'll have to ask him about it. That's her. Anne Hathaway. She was in Is that Anne Hathaway or no, Anne Hathaway? Hathaway. Anne Hache. Anne Hache. She was in Toxic Skies, uh, Volcano, Wild Side. Spread. What year was Volcano? I remember that. Tw probably uh, 87? 2008. 2008 was Volcano? Volcano? Oh, no, 97. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. Toxic right. Skies was 2008. Uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's what she said. Pie in the Sky, John Q, Gracie's Choice, Wag the Dog, The Juror, Psycho, 1998 version, Girl Fight, mm. Walking and Talking. Is this from memory? Yeah, <laughs> Donnie Brasco. I'm a big Anne Hayes I guess. Fan. Yeah, Donnie Brasco. Wow. Yeah. What was the peak of this career, you think? Of Anne's career? You think it's before the house catching on fire? Was she with... She was with Ellen DeGeneres, right? Yeah, she dated that, Ellen. That was her. That oh, was I didn't her. know that. That yeah. was her peak, yeah. Yeah. But Ellen's happy to get out of that, huh? 
Be nice. Uh, apparently, uh, Anne apparently suffered um, some kind of, I don't know, obviously mental breakdown or physical breakdown. And she's currently in the hospital and she is expected to live, right? So that's great. And the retoler condition prevents doctors from performing any tests to determine whether she was driving under the influence of alcohol. So, Anne Heche. That's horrible, right? And, but man, what, what I, I, hitting an apartment building, you know, I understand if you're, if you don't have insurance and you're busted out and, uh, and you panic when you hit somebody else in a car, like your car hits somebody else's car and you take off real quick because you don't know what to do and you lose your mind. But when you hit an apartment building, I, I think you got to sort of, st I think you stick around and you go, okay, well, nobody got hurt. It's just an apartment building. And then she made things worse. By leaving the scene of the apartment building, then running to a house, the house catches on fire, and now she has burns all over her body. Man, this is this this reeks like something else is going on here. Something terrible has happened in her life that she got uh, you know that crazy. How old is Anne Hayes? Fifty three. Fifty three? Yes. She's young. She's a young pop, like young Hollywood pop, right? And. Thank you. Uh, yeah, to have all this uh, happen to her. And you're that age, right? You're 54, Crozier? Just turned, yeah. Yeah, you guys are like young Hollywood puppies. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's horrible that that happened to her. But that's what's going on in Mar Vista. If you see that fire happening there, it's Anne Heche. Thank you. She yeah. was also a big part of uh, Donnie Brasco. That was kind of sort of around her peak as well. I think I said that. What is Donnie? What? Well, you give, me, a give me a year on Donnie Brasco. Uh, no, 90, uh, 94? 94? Somewhere around there. Okay. All right. Not bad, right? 20, 97. 97? 97. All right. 25 years ago. 97. 95. That's 25 years. That's not, you know, 25 years goes by like a, you know, drop in a bucket or whatever that saying is. <laughs> All right. We're live on KFI. It's Conway sitting in for John and Ken. We're going to have Rick Monday on at some point to talk about Vin Scully today. That'll be really uh, cool and memorable. Very sad week in Dodger history. We lost Vin Scully, the voice of our childhood. <clears throat> I would say 90% of the people listening right now, you never knew a time before uh, Vin Scully, right? Never knew the Dodgers growing up without Vin Scully attached to it. He was like a grandfather. <clears throat> we lost him at 94. I know a lot of people say, we should be grateful that we had him so long, but there's guys like me who uh, felt like they lost their grandfather again and they weren't ready to let him go. And it was shocking to hear that he passed on and still is. I woke up the next morning after Rick Monday announced it on a Tuesday. I woke up on Wednesday feeling the exact same day, the exact same way I did when my dad's dad died. My grandfather, uh, Dan Conway, we call him Papa. I woke up the next day feeling like it wasn't real. And that's exactly the way I woke up on Wednesday, feeling like it wasn't real. And it was really, and then when it, uh, reality set in, it was, it was extremely sad. Uh, and the guy that announced it to everybody, I'm glad he did it. And I'm, and I'm glad that most of America heard it from Rick Monday because Rick knew him very well and, and, and worked very closely with him and, and was very moved by it. And you couldn't have had a better guy in the world make that announcement. And he joins us. Uh, Rick Monday, welcome to KFI. How are you, sir? Hi, Tim. How are you? I think we are all uh, processing something, and, and I couldn't agree more. Uh, I, what I said on the air, and we only found out minutes before, and we were told, mm -hmm. hey, when you come on, come back during the commercial break, uh, you've got to come back and do it. 
And I sat there uh, after we knew that we were out of the out of the commercial break for for about three or four seconds, and just wondering how on earth do you come back? Wow. And uh, you talked about a friend, and he was a friend to all of us. I mean, I I remember conversations, Tim, that you and I have had in the past, where at night as a kid you would set up on your bed little men. That's right. Have second base and first base <laughs> and third base, and you'd move them around. Well, that voice that you listened to in order for you to keep track of what was going on at that particular game, that particular night, in your own bedroom as you're listening to the Tigers, was Vince Scully. Yeah. And we were always uh, that way. You know, myself growing up in Santa Monica, my mother was a single parent. And when the Dodgers moved out, I was not, I was too young to drive. So when we were in my mom's car, it was Ben Scully and Jerry Doggett that, that gave us Dodger baseball. And I was hooked on baseball. I mean, I was mesmerized by the game. And even more so listening to Vin, because I think all of us that heard Vin, we instantly associated him as a friend. And I really felt, and, and I felt this way even more when I would sit down next to him and listen to him and watch him prepare for a game and then broadcast the game. I always felt listening that whatever was going on in our personal life that day, we knew when we turned on the radio or turned on the television, it was like a friendly, comforting hand that was going on our shoulder that was saying to us, look, uh, it doesn't matter if you've had a bad day. It doesn't matter if you've had a good day. Just relax, pull up a chair, and you and I are going to spend a few hours together, and I'm going to tell you about the Dodgers. Well, it's sad now because we don't have that friendly hand being placed on our shoulder, and already we miss him. And uh, it was it was a difficult thing to announce, and I just tried to remember in the last three or four uh, seconds before coming on the air, how would Ben even think about approaching that? Which is which is terrible to say because Ben owned the English language and he said things so so well. I mean, a baseball game listening to Ben Scully was not was not just a baseball game. It was the pageantry of a baseball game. Yeah. But I also uh, really respected the fact that when you came on to make that announcement, you know, if if you listen closely, and you don't have to listen that closely, you could clearly hear that the game was still going on in the background, and you didn't stop to call, you know, foul ball or, you know, low and outside or whatever. When you said, you know, there's something bigger than the game, you meant it, and you ignored the game while you told us about Vin Scully. Well, we had to. Uh, yeah. I had to. Tim Nebert was there, our producer engineer, Dwayne McDonald as well. Um, we were trying to do the game and, and, and trying to pay uh, respect to a gentleman that, that all of us respected. And, and, and whether, you, whether you met Vin Scully or not, you always kind of – you kind of perceived him as a friend. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's that's the way it was. It, yeah. it didn't matter if you were a Dodger fan, a Giant fan, to see the reaction. And by the way, uh, the Dodgers were in San Francisco at the time, and uh, and Larry Bear, their executive vice president, who we've known for a long time, and he knew Ben for a very long time. He actually came into the booth about the seventh inning, sixth inning, somewhere around there, and he says, "Hey, Rick, just want to let you know." We're not going to put anything up on the scoreboard about Vinny because out of respect for the Dodgers, we don't know if the players have been told yet. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And so we don't want anything that's going to affect the game, the level of competition, or the level of concentration. So we don't know if the Dodgers have been told this. So we're going to wait immediately after the final out of the game. And that's exactly what they did. As soon as the last out was put up, they not only put up a photo of Vin. 
um, and his birth date and the year of his passing. But they also made a lovely uh, announcement. And the announcement itself stopped everyone from coming out of the uh, leaving the stadium. Everybody stopped, got their cameras out. Even the umpires, Tim, as they were leaving the field, they heard the announcement. And they stayed on the field for two minutes just looking up at the photos of Ben Scully in center field on the scoreboard. It was a moment that I wish we had not gone through, but it was a moment that I really relished in the fact of, of seeing the respect, even from people, regardless of what the competition has been back and forth over the decades with the Dodgers and the Giants. But that moment right there. It was captured. It was about Ben Scully. Yeah, that is so great. I mean, uh, what a gentleman's game it continues to be, though. <clears throat> you know, uh, there's uh, there's the game, and then there's the off-the-field, um, you know, uh, uh, life as well. And I'm glad that they did that. Uh, also, Rick, I'm glad that, that you had an opportunity and, and a, a moment that will live on forever when those two knuckleheads tried to burn the flag in the middle of Dodger Stadium. You were playing for the Cubs at the time, grabbed the flag, and ran away from it. And and I love also in that story that you didn't even know that video of that existed uh, because, you know, not every game was televised like they are today. And you found out later, months later, that it was televised. They synced, synced up the audio of Vin Scully, and yet now you'll have that and the flag forever. Yeah, in fact, no one knew that the video existed. Uh, a gentleman told me one, one night, um, after I had gotten through uh, having a meeting, it was you know last the last year I played was '84, and no one knew until 1984. I mean, this flag thing took place in '76. Wow. Didn't know it took place in, that there was a video until 1984. The guy messaged it over to me, uh, to my home that night, and uh, you know then I talked briefly about it. I, I, I told him I said I was amazed that you saw it took that it took place on the field to begin with. It's a memory that I've always had and one that I have always cherished. And to, and to have Vince Scully call it is, uh, is very special indeed. Quick story about, uh, about being with the Cubs also. I've been in the big leagues for about six years then when I was traded from the A's to the Cubs. And my mother, again, living in Santa Monica, a huge Dodger fan. I mean, huge Dodger fan, as we all were. Um, but at the time, I'm traded to the Cubs. The Dodgers come to Wrigley Field, and they're going to play a game against the Chicago Cubs. And it's the first game that my mother can see me playing in a National League game against oh, cool. the Dodgers because I've been at the American League. And it was on that day in that particular moment that I think really my mother came to full knowledge that I that her son was in the major leagues. <laughs> and the reason was because Ben Scully broadcasted her son's <laughs> name during the broadcast. And my mom and I used to laugh about it. I went, Mom, I'd already been in the big leagues for six years. She said, yeah, but Ben Scully made it official for me. That's so great. Uh, Rick Monday is with us. Rick, I, I don't want to keep you. I know it's a very busy night at Dodger Stadium. What can the fans expect to get to the ballpark early around 6, 630? To be honest with you, I, I, I don't know, Tim. Okay. Uh, this is something the Dodgers have been working on. We don't know the, uh, the, the ins and outs of what's going to happen, but I do know is that uh, the Dodgers have, have really pleaded with everyone, please get here early. It's yes. Friday, there's going to be traffic. Uh, it's going to be a packed house. Uh, there's fireworks night after the game. This is going to be a special tribute. Oh, that's great. I, I, again, I don't know what's involved in it at all, but knowing the Dodgers as we know them over the years and knowing the fact that it's about Ben Scully, 
this is a moment that we're all going to be looking at and bring a handkerchief for all of us. Yeah. I, it's, it's just one of those things. You bet. Well, God bless you, uh, your family. I know it's a very tough uh, week for you, Rick, but thanks for carving out some time to come on with us. Really appreciate yeah. it. Uh, on a lighter side, I was hoping you might give me a stock tip, but I, I, you know, I want you to control again. <laughs> Take care, my friend. All right. Nice Take care. All right. There he goes, Rick Monday. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, that's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I accidentally said I thought that iHeartMedia was a good stock to buy. And then, man, I had nine lawyers come in here and say, you got to read that. Tell you that it's not? No, they didn't say that. <laughs> they didn't say that. They just said, you got to read this. Now, what? I got to read it again? Every time I talk about stock, I got to read that. And they prefer me to stop talking about it right now. Okay. All right. I'll come back and read it. God almighty, man. They stepped you quick in the afternoon around here. You can screw up at night for months. Nobody even knows you're alive. But, man, you come in during the day. Woo. They stepped you. These lawyers so whatever stepped. you do, don't buy iHeart stock? Is fifth, that what they're trying to say? These fifth floor lawyers come down here in a heartbeat, man. I think they have their own elevator. <laughs> All right. We're live on KFI. Yeah, I'll do it when we get back. I'll do it. All right. We're live on KFI. Sitting in for John and Ken's Conway show. <laughs> That's Rick Monday, right? Saves a flag at Dodger Stadium, and Vince Scully called him. And he didn't know that audio or that video existed for seven, uh, seven years after it happened. Seven years. Crazy. All right, anyway, tonight, you got to get to Dodger Stadium early. It's Conway sitting in for John and Ken. They'll be back on Monday sitting in for us tonight. Neil Saavedra, Fork Report, tomorrow, 2 to 5. Tonight is on 6 to 10 p.m. But tonight, you got to get in your car. It's three. It's almost 3.40. I think that's right, right, 3.40? And you got to get in your car now to get to Dodger Stadium. It's going to be packed. There's a tribute to Vince Scully before the game. I'm, nine, I'm 99 to 100% sure it will be heard live on 5.70 a.m., it will be, okay. Live on 570 AM. So if you're a little bit late, you're sliding into the ballpark, 570 AM. 570 AM. Tonight at 630. Sorry, Neil. But it is Vince Kelly. I wonder if they left that makeshift memorial at the entrance to the stadium. Oh, I bet they did. Yeah. They did. did they, it's yeah. still yeah. there now? Yeah, the Dodgers Twitter account actually just posted a picture of it. Oh, that's cool. Do you notice that uh, anything unusual about that sign where the Dodger it says Dodger Stadium, welcome to Dodger Stadium? All that lettering is Disney lettering. When the O'Malley's were building Dodger Stadium, they sent all their graphic guys down to Disneyland to uh, study it and see what works and what doesn't. And they came back with all of that uh, design from uh, Disney. That's crazy, huh? All right, I got to read this one more time because I said something on the air that people might misconstrue as a pitch to buy a certain stock, which I certainly didn't mean. But purchasing stock is not necessary, is not easily understood by non-experts. The investments and service and services offered by me, Tim Conway Jr., may not be suitable for all investors. So if you have any doubts as to the merits of an investment, you should seek advice from an independent financial advisor. 
And don't listen to me about stock tips because I don't pick them well. I've, I've purchased two stocks in my life. The first one was a, a furniture company. Uh, a friend of mine said, hey, this company's really taken off. It's a furniture company. It's $12 a share. And I'm like, oh, man, $12 a share. So I think I bought like, I don't know, maybe uh, 50 shares or so. And it went from $12 to $14, went up two bucks, then it went to 15, then it went to 16. And man, I was going to be a millionaire. So I held on. It went from 16 to 12 to eight to two to four cents and good night. And that stock, Wix Furniture. And you can look up in the 80s where, where that thing took a dump about two weeks after I purchased it. So that was the first time I bought stock. So you're saying you pick horses better than stocks? No, I pick them the same way. No. <laughs> Total losers. Uh, anything I touch. Uh, any Eric's gold. clearly new to the show. Yeah. Any gold I touch turns to a guys. crap. But the second stock that I bought, uh, I bought uh, Jack in the Box on March 23rd, 2020 for $25 a share. And I don't know how many shares I had, not many. I think it was like maybe 100 shares, like 2,500 bucks or so, right? Gambling, gambling. And it went to $24 a share. It went down the next day for a, a, a dollar. I'm like, oh, I just lost uh, some money here. I sold it. <laughs> I bought it at $25. It went to 24 and I sold it. And I lost 100 bucks, whatever. Four months later, that $25 stock that I sold at 24 was at $125 a share. Four months later. And I, had you told anybody? Like, did they like ask you like months later, hey, how's that stock doing for you? No, I usually don't because that, they all know it's, it, it's time to sell if I jump in, that it's over. But that stock. When you sold it, everybody, okay, we're good to buy now. Yeah, I mean, look, I'll, I'll prove that to you. I can look that up. You can look at the, the historic uh, quotes of Jack in the Box. And I bought it on, I remember the day, <clears throat> March 23rd, 2020. And I remember six months later, it was up at 125. It was up over $100 a share. And I had sold it at a loss. Bought it for 25, sold it for 24. Three months later, four months later, it was at $124. It just seems like fast food restaurants. Like, you almost have to try to fail with fast food restaurants. <laughs> That's right. You know? Especially now. Yeah. Because all the restaurants that went out of business during COVID. Yep. I mean, I drive home sometimes. I go to McDonald's, and I'm 13th in line at 1030 at night. Uh, yeah. What's, yeah. What's a bad fast food? I mean, what's what's the last major fast food restaurant that went under? I don't remember. I, I seriously don't remember. Because I, I, every— Boston Market, I guess? No, I'm talking about drive through fast food. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, like Jack in the Box, Burger they King. Some of them were drive through Oh, they were? I yeah, didn't know that. Boston Market. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But I'm talking about the real fast food. Yeah. You know, yeah. McDonald's, Burger King. I think they're always Wendy's a great bet. And all that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, especially, uh, yeah, Wendy's. Uh, in and out is not uh, offered. It's a private company. But man, if you could get in some In and Out stock, you know, 20, 30 years ago, millionaire, right? But yeah, fast food's always a great bet. We always eat that that stuff. We enjoy it. Um, we pay for it once. And then we sometimes we pay for it again. But man, it's it's good. It is great going down. I enjoy that. Uh, and King Taco is another good one. King, King Taco, man, you can never miss there at King Taco. I might go tonight to King Taco. They're the best. 
All right, we're live on KFI. Uh, it's Conway Show. Don't forget, leave early for Dodger Stadium tonight at 6.30. So it's uh, less than three hours, two hours and 40 minutes or so. And the big tribute is going to begin to Vin Scully tonight. Yeah, I'd go now. Yeah, get on the car now. It's almost 4 o'clock. you got to get in the car now. I bet people are already piling in to Dodger Stadium. So got to get down there. Got to slide into Dodger Stadium. And then we don't often do this, but turn on 570 AM tonight to listen to that tribute. And then come back to 640 and listen to uh, Neil Savater. Thing going with that guy. All right, it's Comedy Show. We're live on KFI, filling in for John and Ken on KFI AM640. Call us and tell us uh, why it's important you're going down for the Vin Scully tribute. Or if you want to just tell us how nasty traffic is, that's up to you. But if you want to get on the air here, we're live. Um, It's a little bit before 4 on a beautiful Friday, right? Well, not weather-wise. Kind of sticky and and humid and gross out, especially in the valley. Valley's always been gross. That's not true. When I grew up in the valley, it was kind of cool and sort of a clean place to live. And now it's just gross. It really is. So was here's that, that time when it was all like orange groves and open fields I, and stuff? I don't go back 200 years. No, I go back uh, just over 50. Because you always hear about, you know, oh, Alabama, it used to be all open fields. Uh, it was a lot of open fields. Uh, I know uh, Long Ventura Boulevard, yeah. where Plaza de Oro is now and Town and Country. I mean, those were all open fields. We used to ride our skateboards and bikes throughout the Really? Whole, like how far, how far from here in Burbank is that sort of area where you said it used to be all that, like that? six miles. Wow. Seven miles. That's pretty close. Yeah. Oh, it was a, it was a lot of open area, and uh, the valley used to be a really cool sort of mis- midwestern hang. And now, for the most part, look, there were some nice pockets: uh, Burbank, San Fernando. You know, obviously the you know some of the um, communities: uh, Sherman Oaks, um, Tarzana, Woodland Hills, um, Encino, Studio City. But a lot of uh, pretty gross uh, areas too. And I grew up and raised here, so I can say that. Uh, all right, here's the phone number. If you want to call us, you're on your way to Dodger Stadium. And you want to let us uh, know why you're going, uh, what Vin meant to you, or you want to give us a traffic report, whatever it is. Uh, we'll take phone calls right now from people on their way to Dodger Stadium. 1-800-520-1534. 1-800-520-1534. Or 1-800-520-1-KFI. Now, there's some new news. I guess I should just say some news, right? That came out about monkeypox, and it's coming out of the New York Times. Let me get an exact date on this article, just in case it's not, you know, 5,000 years old. And it is August 3rd. Okay. Very, very recent article from the New York Times on monkeypox. But monkeypox spreads across the United States, or as monkeypox spreads across the United States, it might be giving people flashbacks to the days of wiping down counters and groceries to get rid of the coronavirus. But for most people, the risk of getting monkeypox remains extremely low. Almost all cases in the current outbreak, 98%, 98%, have been in adult men who have sex with men. So how is the virus spreading? Well, studies of uh, the previous outbreak suggest that monkeypox, the virus, is transmitted in three main ways. Through direct contact with infected person's rash, right? Don't touch anybody's rash. Or by touching contaminated objects and fabrics. Or by respiratory droplets 
produced when an infected person coughs or sneezes. There's also evidence that a pregnant woman can spread the virus to her fetus through the uh, placenta. Oh, placenta, I should say. Placentia is a town in Southern California. Uh, anyway, scientists are still trying to understand if the virus can spread through semen uh, or urine or feces. And if people can be contagious before they develop visible symptoms. So while it's still a pretty new virus, there's not a lot of panic out there because we just went through coronavirus. If the monkeypox came first, we'd all be deathly afraid of monkeypox. And then we'd have treated the coronavirus with uh, like a, you know, ugly stepchild. But the other way, it's the other way around. So we went through the major, major one, which is coronavirus. And now we're at monkeypox, which is not if infecting a lot of people. And I believe there's only been, now every death is, is horrible. I get that. But I think there's only been one death in the United States when it comes to uh, monkeypox. So, all right, let's take some phone calls from people going to Dodgers Stadium. Uh, Eric, you got to pump them up in there. I don't know who's on uh, line. Uh, who's up? Rusty Line 5. You're on KFI. How are you? Hey, I'm doing wonderful, Sam. Uh, you're How on your way to Dodgers Stadium, huh? Well, actually, first, I'm on my way home. I was working out in Barstow area out by Apple Valley. Wow. And I'm driving home. And I'm going to hopefully meet up with my son, and we're going to head out there. But oh, cool. I've got a wonderful Dodger story right now. All so right. I coach youth baseball with a with another gentleman named Coach Jason, and we coach the Canyon Country Little League All Stars this year. They won the District 40 tournament. We ended up losing in sectionals. But the great part of this story is, is we got 36 tickets to go to the game tonight. We, we, as a group, we got a bunch of the kids to go and a lot of the families to go, and there's 36 of us going. Wow. And I, I called Coach Yates, and I'm going to be honest with you, Tim. Man, we got these tickets for $60 a piece a, a couple weeks ago, and I looked at the tickets this morning for sale. And they were going for 200 bucks. Yeah. And we had 36 of them. I was telling Coach Jason, hey, man. But you know what? It's Vince Scully night, and I wouldn't miss this for the world. Wait, but if, if uh, you have $60 I mean, tickets, those are still those are really good tickets. There, we're in the right field pavilion. There's a group of us from Canyon Country Little League. Oh. We were the District 40 All-Star players. And we're going out there. Yeah, we have 36 at 60 bucks a piece, but right now at Ticketmaster, I think they're selling for 200 bucks a piece. Right. So, All right, buddy, that, but that sounds like, yeah, that's uh, that sounds like a, a really uh, a cool deal, and um, hope you enjoy the game. Uh, Rusty with Coach Jason has is going to the game tonight with 36 people. See, it takes it takes all kinds. Like he's pumped that he's that he worked all day. He's going home to pick up his son to go to a game with 36 people. Me? If I had plans to go to a game with 36 people, I'd, I'd, I'd consider that to be a nightmare. You wouldn't go to the game. I, I, I go I, with Crozier and myself. I, 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 I couldn't imagine getting 36 people together and going to a game. I, I, I don't know what I'd do. I'd, I, 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 would, I, 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 I would never do that. Never. As a matter of fact, I'm starting to sweat thinking that that guy's got to do it. Wait, so you Rusty. Wouldn't, you wouldn't organize it or you wouldn't even be a part of a group? Like if you were asked I didn't want to, to take the guy's of... call. That's how much I didn't want to be part of it. 
36 people going to a Dodger game? Yuck. <laughs> Can you imagine the logistics? So are you going to ride with Tim or oh. Ace Crozier? Did you, are you bringing a okay, right. you What gate are you going in? You're like, I'm in gate yeah. C. Yeah. All right. you, Wait, is that behind or is that in front of these If it gets so chilly, are you guys can, staying can for fireworks? Who has hot dogs? They stopped selling beer at 7. I can only get two beers at a time. Can we go to the team two. Now I got four beers. Who's this? One for Crozier, one for Eric, one for John, and one for Kim. No, I don't want a shirt. Those shirts are $140. I'm not going to get a jersey. Are you staying for the fireworks? Because Steve's kids, John and Steve, don't want to stay for the fireworks. Because I'm doing the garage. Yeah, but they don't want to stay for the fireworks. We're going to have to figure out how I'm getting They don't want to stay for the fireworks, so let's get it going. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqui.com. Made for women by women.